Welcome again to another episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. I'm Joe from B1029, and of course we have Shyler from B1029 on with us. And we're covering the week's events here from May 23rd. Of course, we're going to be talking about uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. There were some interesting things that came out of that uh, this week from the trial that uh, mm-hmm. I definitely paid a lot of attention to because... I actually, because of you, Shiloh, I'm starting to get more and more interested in this thing and just some of the bizarre things that have come out of it. (laughs) Come Um, on over to the dark side. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're also going to be sharing a couple of uh, things that Shiloh and I are looking forward to this summer as far as shows and movies. Of course, uh, this uh, actually today, uh, we got a bunch of stuff coming out. We got Top Gun. We got uh part one of stranger things coming out today uh the obi-wan kenobi series and some other things coming out so we're going to share a couple of things we're looking forward to this summer as far as uh shows and movies and we're also going to talk about halsey and i think this is something that i think is really definitely true and halsey reveals something that her record label is doing to prevent her from having new music come out they want to do something but Halsey, I don't think, is quite on board with this. So we're going to talk about that. But first, Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker got married again over the week. They got married on Sunday in Italy. Is this number three? Well, technically number two, if you want to get get legally married. The first one, obviously, was done in Vegas, but that wasn't legal. Then they got married in California. That was the first legal marriage. Now they're getting married again. So depending on how you look... Yeah, so depending on how you look at it, two or three. Oh, goodness. It's a little excessive. (laughs) So this time they got married in Italy. This was on this past Sunday. Uh, They got married actually at the villa owned by Dolce & Gabbana. Ooh. Yeah. They they shared some photos on Instagram. It's very, very fancy, obviously. I mean, it can't be a Kardashian wedding without there being some sort of fanciness involved. Gotta be the Uh, best. That's right. But uh, the photo that they shared was uh, them at the altar. Of course, Travis is wearing the traditional black tux. Courtney has the uh, white, uh, very long white veil and looks like she has the Virgin Mary stitched into it. But the the (laughs) dress itself is obviously like a mini skirt. Um, Go off, girl. (laughs) You know what? If you want to do what you do, do it, you know. But or anyway, dress for your wedding gown. Sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. So some people were wondering how much this would have cost. Now, I don't know how many people were actually at the wedding, but E! News did a kind of calculation based on what they knew. And with all of the private jets, water taxis, hotel dinners, uh, catering, con- apparently they had a cannoli station. Oh, um, I'm all over that. Open bar, flowers, table settings, DJ, out everything involved in this wedding. E News's rough guesstimate on the high end was under three point five million dollars. That's they couldn't have even had that many people though. No, exactly right. So I mean. Like my but, wedding was expensive, but I had almost three hundred people in attendance. Like, I, granted, I'm not in the millions, <laughs> but it was. But yours was under three point five million, right? It was. I'm very <laughs> proud of that fact. We budgeted very hard. <laughs> yeah. We went, we got to keep it under three point five million here. 
Yeah, we kept it, it was a little small town. Yeah, nothing big. <laughs> oh, but I mean, look, we know the Kardashians never go small on anything. Yeah. And we've talked about it before where there might be some, and you know what, we could be completely wrong on this, but it kind of seems like sometimes with the Kardashians, especially with the three older sisters, Chloe, Kim, and Courtney, they almost try to like vie for media attention by doing different things to try and and one up the other. Yes. And I feel like obviously with Kim and 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 Pete Davidson, you know, they're getting a lot of attention. So what does Courtney do? They get the Vegas they get the Vegas wedding. Okay, cool. They got married. Well, it's not really legal. Oh, okay. We're gonna get married in Santa Monica. Okay. You got okay, cool, you guys are married. That dies down. Now all of a sudden we're going to Italy to get married yet again. And we're going to make sure that everyone knows about it. See, I feel like what they do, they almost do like a like a three man weave, like trade off. Like there's a big deal. Well, you know, obviously, Chloe's been going through it because she's been, you know, her relationships fizzle out. She's been embarrassed once again. So they've got to it's almost like they take turns dominating the celebrity world. Mm-hmm. Like Chloe has her moments with, you know, Tristan Thompson and and Jordan, whatever that girl's name was, whatever. And that drama. And then, you know, they kind of shift the focus over to Kim going through everything that she's been through with Kanye. And now with her new relationship with Pete, it's like it was bound to be Courtney's time. And and like even I I think I just mentioned this the other day. I was talking to somebody. um, Chloe was just on a podcast talking about how she hates being compared to her sister it's like she she's like i would rather you speculate about all the plastic surgery that i have just quit comparing me to my sisters <laughs> it's like insane she's like i don't even care about like you can talk about yeah i've had 12 face transplants when it's actually just been one nose job but it's like it seems like they're constantly either i feel like they're being used by their mom i feel like kim is or uh chris is very much like hey it was your turn last month let 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 your sister have her moment <laughs> And yeah. then it's going to shift to your other sister, and then you'll have the spotlight. We'll come up with something. <laughs> this is this is how we keep the Kardashian name and and brand going. This is how we do it. Just let mommy work it, work her magic. And one hundred percent. A lot of people have speculated that's what's been going on. Is that Chris has been kind of using, obviously, the Kardashian name ever since it's been yeah. spoken into existence, and certain things have come out about certain sisters won't go into detail on that but you know what i'm talking about if you don't know go google it but if 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 you know what i'm talking about that's kind of how we knew about the kardashians was you know obviously with their dad being the the lawyer for oj but then after he passed away and things kind of died down then of course you know the tape kind of came out and then that's you know it, it was there were some things that happened, but anyway, yeah, just the whole movie, just the whole movie. Yeah. You you just do know that at some film. point there is going to be a Kardashian film. I think within the like next, a yeah, like a bio flick. Oh, and then you wonder sure. who are, who would play who, who would you get to play Kylie, Kendall, Chloe, Kim, Chris, Courtney. And then of course you got to have all the other ones. Like you got to have Scott Disick in there. You got to have Kanye. You got to have Tristan. You got to have um, Ray J. I mean, it, there's there's a this this movie would be so huge that you would probably have to break it up in parts. I mean, they could just go back and repurpose like 
keeping up with the Kardashians footage, but they're never going to make it that easy. <laughs> That's, true. That's true. That is the film. They're going to take <laughs> all of the seasons of keeping up with Car- the Kardashians, condense it into a two, two and a half hour movie. And there's your biopic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or it would have to be like a multi-year event. Oh, the Kardashians. I mean, the it, there's no way. Well, you know, and I could be completely wrong, but I think of everything that the Kardashians have done since, I mean, if you want to start with OJ, fine. But if you want to start with the tape back in the early 2000s, early to mid 2000s, you start with that and then continue over the next 15, 20 years. You know, yeah. wow, that's a lot to cover. It is. That is a lot to cover because obviously Kim has had multiple relationships. Relationships have been in the public eye. Mm-hmm. Courtney definitely has. Chloe definitely has. Kendall and Kylie, I think, for the most part, probably have. And I I mean, they seem to be the most low-key out of the sisters. Uh, I would say that Kendall. I think Kendall is the most, like, quiet. Yeah. And out of the spotlight, which is ironic because mm-hmm. she's, you know, a supermodel. But, I mean, in terms of, like, drama, I feel like Kendall avoids the yeah. drama. Yes. You know, Kylie is just, you know having being a mom and, and and having babies um but then also you got to think about rob i think everyone forgets about rob oh i rob forgot about is rob. by far the kardashian you forget about and it's like oh they have a brother yeah i did forget about rob but... yeah I, well, that's true now i know rob's had his issues but well, yeah, yeah but but rob is the one that i think doesn't want anything to do with any of that spotlight i think that that was just way too much pressure for him and I don't blame him. I mean, and and and, and I kind of, if you ever watched the, uh, did you ever watch the FX, um, The People versus O.J. Simpson? Did you ever watch that? I did. I did. Okay. So, obviously, David Schwimmer played O.J. And, and, and or not, not, I'm sorry, not O.J., uh, Robert Kardashian. I was going to say, that uh, would have been controversial. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. We, <laughs> we'd be talking about that for years. No. Um, if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's a really good recount of obviously the OJ trial and what happened. Now, a lot of that stuff was dramatized, I know. Um, but if it's true on how Robert really felt about that, because obviously they they, they portrayed Robert as kind of the, the humble lawyer that, you know, he, people knew who he was, but he didn't really want to be out in the spotlight like that. He kind of wanted to keep to himself. Yeah. And Chris was more of the, oh, well, we're, we're famous now. We need to do, we need to make sure that we're seen. And, and, and you kind of look back and you see things now. It's like you kind of wonder, maybe that's true. Like, what if Robert was still alive today? Would the Kardashians be as talked about, as famous as they are now? I mean, I think so. But I think only because once Chris got that taste of acknowledgement from mm-hmm. press and media and whatnot, I don't think there was any standing in her way. I think if it came down to it, she would have left her husband. Like if he, if he was yeah. alive, you know what I mean? Like she would just been like, Hey, if you don't want this, get out of my way. Cause right. I do. And yeah. I mean, she's just been kind of the driving force behind the family for, for, you know, as long as she has well, been, it's, right. it's been, so, she's the boss. Yeah. So Chris and Robert Kardashian are married from 78 to 91. Um, 
then he married Jan Ashley for a year and then married Ellen uh, Pearson for about a year, maybe less, uh, before he died. Because he died in 2003 and Ellen, he married Ellen Pearson in 2003. Um, oh. Yeah, so obviously Chris Chris and, and, and Robert did divorce in 91, but that was obviously, because uh, that, that was also portrayed too, I remember that now in the movie, that they they weren't together at that time they were that's right they that's... were they were separated so that yeah that makes sense so they yeah they 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 were separated divorced at that time um i think he would have tried to keep his kids out of the spotlight yeah like i think he would have at least tried to fight for them mm -hmm. to not be exploited but yeah at the end of but, the day right but as but because it's... of that trial you knew the kardashian name and of course then chris being the former wife of the lawyer who's representing OJ and getting this huge media attention. It's like, oh, hello. Mm -hmm. And obviously, new kid, you know, new OJ, new Nicole. So that whole dynamic there. Yeah. Um, through Robert, obviously. But still, it's like, man, what, what, what would it have been like today had Robert still been alive? Would, would it have been, you know, Chris versus Robert a lot because Robert wanted to kind of, you know, not have so much of the spotlight shine down on his kids. Would there be a lot of battle? Would have been the modern day. Uh, what am I thinking of? Uh, the uh, uh, oh gosh, the show where the the, the it was on um, the Duggars. Kate, Kate Kate plus eight. Oh, John and Kate plus eight. Yeah, would it have been the modern day John and Kate had Robert Kardashian still been around? Yeah. I, yeah, I, you're, you're on to something there. I, I, yeah, I think, I think that she ultimately would have prevailed regardless, but I think there would have been some very goosey gossip and drama unfolding. Oh, for sure. Through the fights. Yeah. It definitely would have been a fight. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely see now. Obviously Courtney's had her time in the sun. So now it's probably going to be Kim's turn with Pete. So we'll, we'll definitely keep an eye out to see who does what next. Yeah, <laughs> the Kardashian family. So moving on now. So obviously summer is a big time for films. I know with the pandemic, uh, I think people are still getting back to films and films are coming out more. And obviously there's been some films still that were supposed to come out during the pandemic, but it got pushed back. One of those being Top Gun, which comes out today. That was supposed to come out like what was it 2020 yeah it's been a and long time it's been a long time uh also the batman which came out earlier this year in march uh that was supposed to come out and that got pushed back so now we're starting to get these movies that are were supposed to come out you know a year or two ago are now coming out and before i know hbo for last year any movie that was coming out in theater came out on hbo max now they've stopped that, so you can go see it in the theater first. So we're starting to get these films back into theaters again. And so with that, I'm gonna we're gonna go through and kind of talk about a couple of the things that we're looking forward to this summer. So I'm gonna pick a couple movies. Obviously, the shows I'm looking forward to come out today, or actually are out now, because they I think they come out like at midnight or whatever. But the Obi-Wan series on Disney, because I love Star Wars. Stranger Things, uh, following that, my fiance and I enjoy Stranger Things, we're probably going to have to watch the recap, which Netflix does on some of these shows, before we watch part one. 
But a couple of the movies I'm looking forward to, obviously Top Gun. Um, but I'm also looking forward to uh, Lightyear, the Buzz Lightyear movie with uh, Chris Evans and Taika Watiti and Kiki Palmer. And also coming out later on this summer is Thor Love and Thunder, which we just got a trailer, an official trailer for this week. And I'll tell you what, if you watched uh, Thor Ragnarok, which was done by Taika Watiti, he's doing this one again. We obviously have the return of Natalie Portman. Christian Bale's playing the baddie. We get the Guardians of the Galaxy mixed in there. Uh, this looks like this could be probably one of the most fun, funny Marvel movies we'll probably ever see. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Because the first two Thor movies got a lot of flack because um, obviously it was a lot of... The first Thor movie especially, there was a lot of Thor with his shirt off. So obviously a lot of the women didn't complain. <laughs> it made it made some of the guys nope. feel a little bit self-conscious i'm not gonna lie <laughs> it's like <laughs> i don't have that um but i think a lot of people too felt natalie portman's character didn't um didn't get a lot of screen time obviously it was more of the first one definitely was a thor you know origin story movie because it was the first one the second one was more about Evolving that story was very dark. It was a very dark Thor film, and a lot of and it got a lot of flack. It didn't get good reviews. Yeah. The third one is the one that Taika did, and completely changed the Thor films. It made it more fun. There was more comedy. It's still a Thor movie, but oh my gosh, people loved Thor Ragnarok. And of course, we had the introduction of a character. What's that? It was good. It was really good. Yes. It was funny, and obviously people remember Korg from the film, the big rock guy, who that was all done by Taika. So that's what even made it more fun. Then, of course, you had Jeff Goldblum playing <laughs> the Grandmaster. He was fantastic. <laughs> oh, I know. And then, of course, we had Hulk in the film, so that made it more fun. And so now with Thor Love and Thunder, of course, we have the return of Natalie Portman, who looks like she's going to be a variation of Thor. We have... We've gotten glimpses of the Guardians of the Galaxy because if you've seen Endgame, have you seen Endgame yet, Shyler? Um, I have. Okay. Endgame. No, I have not. Okay. Well, I'm not. I mean, it's fine. I'm, okay. I well, I don't. I don't want to spoil anything, but at one point, Thor is with the Guardians, so I, that's all. I'll leave it with that. Oh. Um. So it it continues that, and then of course you got Christian Bale playing the villain, which he looks scary as hell in if you've seen the trailer i love him (laughs) i'm very excited for this i saw someone post a meme and it's funny because it's it's christian bale as batman and michael keaton as batman and if you remember a line from the 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 dark knight trilogy with christian bale the line is uh you can see if you how's it go um basically if you you're the hero, but you can see yourself uh, becoming the villain. Live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then they have below that that line: live your, or see yourself live long enough to see become the, see yourself become the villain. Yeah, of, you either die a hero or you live yes, long, live long to enough to become. Yourself. Yes, yeah. that's it. That's it. <laughs> so anyway, up at the top, you got again Christian Bale as Batman, Michael Keaton as Batman. Then below, you have. Michael Keaton as the vulture from the Spider-Man movies and mm-hmm. Christian Bale now as 
uh, the villain for the Thor movie. <laughs> so oh, I was, that's I was, cool. Like, that, that is funny. That is clever. It is, yeah. So those are the probably one of a couple of things I'm I'm look, looking most forward to this summer. So what what are you show? What are you looking forward to this summer as far as movies or shows? You know, I'm a little disappointed in you that you did not acknowledge that Bob's Burgers the movie comes out today as well. <laughs> okay, so I'll be honest, I have never watched Bob's Burgers. Well, I'm a child, so you have to bear in mind <laughs> that I am just a child and I love Bob's Burgers. I love um H John Benjamin. He's also he's the voice of Bob. He's also the voice of um Archer. So I love I love I love watching um cartoons. I love voice acting. I dabble a little myself so i love watching cartoons and stuff just to try to find um different inflections and ways that i can use it myself and he's he's amazing and the writing is so funny and it's just goofy and you can it's just mind-numbing comedy you don't have to be paying attention it's just it's a feel-good show and there's always zany stuff they're getting into and it's i'm sure it's going to be hilarious and i do want to see it one that you also didn't mention that i am I am, <laughs> I'm so excited for it. It's a thriller, which I love scary movies. I think we've talked about this before. Um, but I have, a little embarrassing. Um, actually, no, I'm going to own it. I have an old man crush. It's Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Islands of the Lambs. Yeah. <laughs> <The> Animal <laughs> himself. I love Anthony Hopkins. I think the man can do no wrong. And I... I think I've seen every movie he has ever been in forever and ever, which is a lot because the man is old. Oh, well, he's, yeah, he's been in a lot. Yeah. But I adore him. And he is, um, he's got a thriller coming out uh, today as well called Zero Contact. Okay. I'm going to, I'll let you know how it is. Okay. I'm, very, I'm excited for that one. I'm not much of a Star Wars nerd, but, um, I do think that the Obi-Wan Kenobi story is going to be pretty good. Yeah. Well, and it's I fun because to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's fun because obviously Ewan McGregor's coming back as Obi-Wan. And yes. as, you know, as you know, he did the prequels and Hayden Christensen, who played Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader in the prequels is also coming back to play the role of Darth Vader. So you, you have that nice star Wars continuity nostalgia going into this. Yes. And it and it's a interesting time because obviously there's a there's a huge time gap between episode three and episode four. I mean, episode three we saw, you know, Luke and Leia being born and and Obi Wan taking you know Luke to to Uncle Ben and Aunt Beru, and then you go to episode four and hey, Luke's all grown up now. Wants to wants to go see the galaxy and and Uncle Ben's like, oh no, you got to work on the farm. So it's <laughs> so it's like okay, so what was obi-wan doing between that time of luke growing up so 17 18 19 years later we're now getting that story so and what and you know what i don't know if it's just because uh, i shouldn't say i'm old but you know old. you, you know, grown up with the story well, right but you know th this is only going to be a six episode series is it going to be enough Exactly. Like, what happened to the days of having like twenty? Like, make it a season. Make it twenty episodes. You I mean, know, I don't, like, I don't care if I got to sit there and binge watch. To well, of course, Disney Plus does it the old school way. You got to wait till Wednesday or Friday or whenever it comes out. 
It's the you bingers. Know? They're trying to fight the bingers. I know. Don't I fight the bingers. We're in a day and age now where I don't have to sit through commercials or have to be in front of the TV at a certain time to watch it. I can just go to my my Hulu or my Disney Plus or my Netflix or whatever it is and just sit there on a Saturday and just plant my butt on the couch and just watch until I'm, I've am i got the entire story. See, but you know I'm, what? It's I'm fun. So- I'm so much of a binger that I will not watch a show if it's less than 12 episodes. If it is only like 12 episodes and it's not going to be like a continuing series, I'm the same way with books. I can't just, okay, here's just a book. I I like series, which is why I'm so obsessed with Harry Potter and like Lord of the Rings, the Hobbit series, (laughs) all of that. Because it's a continuation. Right. But I, I guess want to leave my fantasy world once I've entered it. <laughs> but I guess you're you're also kind of it's also fun to I'll admit that, you know, you watch the one episode on Friday and then you have to wait till the next Friday. So it gives you something to look forward to that week. Like, oh, this Friday, new episode instead of just, you know, sitting for one day and binge watching the whole series. You're like, well, OK, now what are we going to do? Yeah, but by the next time the, the next week comes around, I'm ready to watch the next episode. I've forgotten what happened last week. So I've got to rewatch the episode anyway. So just let me watch them all in one sitting. Right. So I can truly appreciate the story and not forget any of those details. Exactly. Thank you for coming but... to my TED talk about binge watching and <laughs> indulging bingers like me. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do an episode of just how we feel about binge watching versus <laughs> d- delayed releases on episodes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of binge watching and uh, getting all in one shot, of course, uh, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial still going on. We'll probably be talking about this in the next year. Um, <laughs> but It's supposed to wrap up tomorrow or oh, today. It it's oh, wrapped really? up today. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, hopefully we'll get a verdict and we can talk about it on next week's episode. I guess we have um, to wait, like deliberation and everything. So yeah, maybe it will be another couple weeks. It's been going on <laughs> so, so long. They're going to do an FX version of this one, Amber Heard versus Johnny Depp. <laughs> if they don't, it will be a missed opportunity. There is oh, so sure. much to unpack. Right. Well, we, we learned there was actually some very humorous things I found out of this week. And I'm sure, Charlotte, you can elaborate on this. So one of the things was, of course, the random woman in the courtroom that just yells that Johnny Depp's her, the baby is the father of her baby. <laughs> but you know what? As as zany as this as this case has been in some of the stuff, there's got to be at least some moment of like now that now that actually that's funny. The you fact know, that it just, took a month into the trial for someone to do that is yeah. really what's most concerning. Right. And we also learned, because Kate Moss actually testified, mm-hmm. and then, of course, the rumor of you know Johnny pushing Kate down the stairs, Kate cleared that up for us. Yeah. Now, I, I've seen clips on TikTok. I actually watched some of the the uh, previous recordings of the, of the, the trial to watch... Doctor, is it David Spiegel? Spiegel? Mm-hmm. Spiegel. Now he was the act, the and I use expert witness in air quotes. I know you can't see me, but what is up with this guy, dude? <laughs> I mean, I've seen the the video on TikTok of him like opening his mouth, like he was like stretching his mouth or doing something, because he was asked a question about. It was something like his he, he was trying to like he observed Johnny Depp by watching him do like a movie or something. And 
Johnny's lawyer asked, you know, did you observe Johnny while watching this film? I think it was like Willy Wonka or something. He like sat there for a minute and he like did this whole mouth thing. And I'm sure maybe some of you have seen it on TikTok or on social media somewhere. It's so but creepy. Just, but just the looks like, how is this guy an expert witness? And how as Amber Heard's team thinking, this is the guy we want. <laughs> exactly. Well, and how do you how do you observe someone through a movie when they're an actor? How right. do you find who this person really is when they're literally pretending to be a different person? There's no possible way because they're acting. That's their job. Oh my gosh. Well, it's so funny because there's been so much speculation about like substance abuse. Like in the courtroom. There has been speculation that Amber had been sniffing things that were in her sleeve as she had put into her Kleenex. And it's like, this guy has got this weird, like, just like expressions that maybe look like he's been on some pills of some like, sort. Is he on like, some sort of like fentanyl or something? I mean, really? He's dry mouth? What's going on? He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Is this, this is the defamation? I'm, I meant to go to Lollapalooza. I, that's a, no wonder I'm making these weird faces. Like, good grief, dude. I know. It's like you, you're watching Pirates and you're you're thinking, no, this guy's narcissistic. <laughs> it's it's a character. Yes, it's Jack, Jack Sparrow. Sparrow is. <laughs> he is kind of narcissistic. That's the character. He's a daggum pirate. Yeah, that's the point. Oh, yeah. I are, was... you gonna, are you going to watch Robert Pattinson as Batman and tell me he's suffering depression? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, I believe he's dealing with a uh, split personality disorder. It's like, yeah, yeah no kidding. He's literally <laughs> living two lives, but all right, sure. Like, Is that how you make a diagnosis nowadays? <laughs> are you gonna watch? Are you gonna watch Thor: Love and Thunder and tell me that Chris Hemsworth thinks he's a god? <laughs> no, Although, he wouldn't be wrong. I think Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> <is wrong. laughs> there, there might, be, there may be some exceptions to the rule on this one. But I loved when they had Johnny's uh, expert witness come on, another psychologist, and basically just obviously didn't rip him to shreds in a bad, but basically just decredited Dr. David, Dr. David Spiegel, everything he had to say on the witness stand. And he is very calm and collected. You know, he's talked, he's talking about how he's qualified to do this and talks about all these different things and very calm and just basically said, yeah. Your expert witness is a moron. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I don't know if you saw um, the, uh, so, so remember, I think I, we talked about this before, but remember Amber Heard was arrested for domestic violence previously with her ex-wife, Tasia. Mm -hmm. um, so that arresting officer testified and said, like, I seen it with my own two eyes. Amber grabbed her wife, Tasia, by the arm very violently, very forcefully and ripped a necklace off of her neck. So she arrested her for domestic violence or, you know, whatever it was. I think it was assault, battery, whichever. Mm -hmm. And Amber's team was completely like, but she's homophobic. She was just targeting Amber and Tasia because she didn't, she doesn't believe that two women should be married or together. When in fact, that arresting officer is a very proud and out member of the LGBTQIA community. Oh, <laughs> like her, her profile picture on Facebook is a daggum rainbow. Like, you didn't do your research, sis. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> seriously, you're you're hiring these these lawyers, your team to do this stuff, and you got people like this that, oh, they'll 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 definitely be in our corner. It's like, well, no, I'm 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 on the witness stand. My my oath is to tell the truth. I'm telling you the truth. I'm not just gonna sit back here and. Yeah. Were they expecting to lie? I, I mean, I, I don't understand Aren't what you, it was. Like, yeah. I don't understand what it was they were trying to think they were going to get out of these people. And then, of course, like Dr. Spiegel you had on there for for uh, Amber Heard. He had I, no, he, he did not personally have any sort of uh, sessions or any anything with, with Johnny Depp. He's never done anything one-on-one with him. Yeah. And what Johnny Depp's team's doctor had, and I for, and I forget his name, the the psych, the psychiatrist that was on the stand for Johnny Depp's team. Um, basically said you can't diagnose someone without actually having a one on one with them. Yeah. And there was I a, mean, there was I thought a, that was common yeah. sense. Yeah, exactly. And and there was like a they call it like the the gold I forget some kind of rule in in psychiatry that that came out back in the early 2000s that you can't basically you can't just watch or to just watch films or watch yeah. footage of someone and, and just oh no that person's this you got to have a one on one with them because obviously that a Johnny Depp's an actor and b <laughs> sometimes when they're in front of different people and cameras they're going to probably act a little differently than they normally would just because they're in the public eye, you know. Of course. It's well, like when you go. To, it's like when you go to church. You don't act like a crazy person, like you maybe normally do at home. You act like you <laughs> in church. Exactly. You know? <laughs> well, and it it really just showed me, like, this past week has really just shown me that Amber's team is like floundering. They are really just grasping at anything and everything. They fought so hard to keep Morgan Tremaine, the uh, reporter with TMZ. To keep him from testifying. And he, you know, he did it anyway. I mean, he he got called up there. He got subpoenaed. And he got up there and he testified. And Elaine, goodness gracious, Amber's attorney, she's like, there's uh, a lot of cameras in here. There's a, uh, you understand that this is being televised? He's like, yeah, I'm aware of the cameras in the room. And she's like, I guess you could say this is like your 15 minutes of fame. And he's like, oh, <laughs> my God. He, yeah, he's like, absolutely not. He's like, this is. You know, I, I honestly, I'm putting a target on my back with TMZ. I may never work again because I'm testifying, but I'm doing it because it's the right thing to do. I guess you could say it's your 15 minutes of fame for taking Amber Heard as a client. And then she called him argumentative. Girl, no, he read you. <laughs> you, you swung, you missed. He swung at the same pitch, knocked it out of the park, period. Yeah. That's just, it was, it was handled so well and so hilarious oh god it was great um my favorite thing not my favorite i should say my i'm really glad that they brought johnny on the stand one more time Mm -hmm. just so he could kind of be like okay i heard her and here i am to give my final two cents he had said all of these claims that he she had made against him all of these horrible horrible allegations Ridiculous, humiliating, ludicrous, painful, savage, unimaginably brutal, cruel, and it's all false. He said that no matter what happens, I'm here. I got here. I did tell the truth, and I've spoken up for what I've been carrying on my back reluctantly for six years. 
Right. He's been waiting for six years to get his side of the story out. The fact that he's remained silent and just kind of took it on the chin, like all through that relationship and got as like not only beat up physically, but emotionally. Cause I mean, we heard it on the audio tapes. I mean, he is no angel, right. you know, he wasn't nice to her either. But the fact of the matter is like when you can, when you hear those tapes and those audio files played back, she taunts the hell out of him laughs at him talks down to him it's like okay he called her like fat <laughs> and it's amber heard like she's hot there's no she's not fat and it's, she called him like an old old fat old man didn't have any style it's like but he yeah but he, he works for dior so well, he's all yeah, right that's true. we've seen him on the commercials where he's burying oh. something in the sand or something i, Playing I don't guitar. i i don't get those commercials but that's just me I don't, I, the only commercials that I will watch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what he's doing, what he's selling, but I will watch it. And I'll take it. I'll take two. <laughs> In fact, that's, that's the, that's my, the, my husband's cologne. I buy him the Savage, the Sauvage <laughs> by Dior. Cause that's from, cause Johnny Depp is in the commercial. Oh my God. And that was before the whole ordeal. You know, bless your husband for just, whether he likes it or not, just like, okay, I'll, I'll wear it just because you like it. And who and who's representing it? Oh, I will wear it just for you. Oh, he does. Okay. He he loves it. In fact, I when we went to go and and buy it, he was like, "Hey, I want some more of that cologne you got me." And I was like, "Which one?" And he's like, "I don't know, the Johnny Depp one." <laughs> the Johnny Depp one. That's how it's like, always known as from now on. I want yep. the Johnny Depp cologne. That's what we had to do. I didn't know the name of it, so oh, I was like, funny. "I don't remember which one I got, but it's it's the one with Johnny Depp." They're like, "Oh, it's Dior." I'm like, okay, that's what I want. <laughs> so really quick to kind of wrap up this trial too obviously kate moss testified which i think oh, yeah. were, were you surprised or were you kind of thinking that was probably going to happen once they brought that up i was hoping it would happen and according to like because of their reaction when it happened i i thought she i figured she would be involved in some capacity and i just right. I, the same thing with the um arresting officer who who arrested amber prior prior when um, I figured that they both right, would probably yeah. be called. And it was very satisfying yeah. for her to say, well, like, not only did he never strike me, hit me, whatever, I I fell down the stairs. And then he came uh -huh. and picked me up, put me back in the hotel room, and then got medical attention for me because I was hurt. Like, for the, like... Right, because Amber had testified that apparently there was a situation with she and her sister where there was some kind of issue with Johnny and there was a flight of stairs nearby and she thought oh my gosh this this could yeah. be like what happened allegedly with with uh, kate moss getting pushed down the stairs and like you said kate basically put that rumor to bed yeah so well, yeah because uh, it's like how are you going to argue with her when she was like it happened to her you know yeah. and yeah, this is that... i mean she's had all these years to kind of really stick it to him if she wanted to i mean obviously kate moss is incredibly successful in her own right so she doesn't need to ride johnny's coattails but I mean, if she really was thrown down the stairs by a dude mm -hmm. and I'm a supermodel, yeah, I am, I'm going to be like, Hey, um, you not, not only am I pressing charges, but I'm going to sue you because you could have ruined my career. And the fact right. that that didn't happen kind of, yeah. kind of yeah. shows the truth there in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad that, yeah, she, that, that rumor was put to bed and that we learned some stuff. So like you said, the, uh, the supposed to end today, maybe. Hopefully, 
hopefully as as we're recording this we don't know <laughs> so it, it yeah, may have come out to watch because i've been doing the podcast so <laughs> <laughs> okay well, well we'll we'll finish up here shyler so you can get to the, to the trial with our 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 what story oh uh, yeah i am gonna need to find something else because i can't keep doing that it sounds ridiculous. oh no i like it you gotta uh, do the what? uh but anyway so halsey revealed something which i thought was kind of interesting so apparently she has some new music she wants to put out and she did this video with, you know, like you know, how, you know, they do like the video of them, but there's like the text of the story. Mm-hmm. And she says that, quote, basically, I have a song that I love. I want to release ASAP, but my record label won't let me. And so then she goes on to say that basically they want to make this fake viral moment before mm-hmm. they release the song or songs. And she says, I've been in the industry for eight years. I, and I've sold over 165 million records and my record company saying I can't release the song unless they can fake a viral moment on TikTok. Yep. And apparently she said, you know, and she goes on to say everything is marketing and they're doing this to every artist these days. I just want to release music. I deserve better. I'm tired. And of course, she's been going through some health issues, too. And, yeah. you know, it seems like that's like there's always some sort of teaser I've noticed too, especially on Instagram with some of these artists, always some sort of teaser. There's some sort of photo. There's some sort of like short clip of them. I mean, I don't know if it's really viral. More of just like a teaser, but well, it's that viral sensation, like the, the ABCDEFU song right. with Gail. It's like that that was born on TikTok. Um, mm-hmm. Sunroof, Nikki, Yor and Daisy, TikTok. Yep. Same mm-hmm. thing with um, Numb Little Bug. I mean, that TikTok. song was huge on TikTok before it even touched the charts. And it's like, right. that is a whole new monster of marketing that the now the record labels and other you know businesses, corporations are beginning to realize they can capitalize on for free. Like, you don't have to pay anybody. You just need... Yeah your client to get onto TikTok and create a fake viral moment in order for you to cash in. It's exploitation. It's disgusting. And as an artist, it really ticks me off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, I mean, Halsey has a huge following as it is. So Halsey puts out a new song. It's going to get downloads. It's going to get, it's going to get listened to multiple times, it's millions Halsey. of times. Exactly. It's Halsey. Now for someone like, you know, that's up and coming, like M. Bible, yeah. Nikki Yor. Uh, it, it requires a little bit more. And like we have seen since the pandemic, being in this business that we're in, that TikTok has played a huge role in the last two years of what gets played on air. 100%. And, it's been so we have seen, Yeah. And it, it, it had this, had the pandemic not happened, I don't think you would have seen some of these songs just because they wouldn't have been, they wouldn't have gotten the attention that they would have gotten. And they wouldn't have been played out as much. Cause the thing is right. like, we were all freaking bored for the past two years with nothing to do, nowhere to go, no one to see. So it's right. just like, all we had was TikTok, and then you could create a TikTok right there in your own home. So a lot of these artists were like, well, I want to be an artist, but I, you know, can't get a meeting because everything's closed or whatever. So I'm just going to put my music on TikTok. And yep. that's where then labels are scrambling to get a hold of the artists and sign them and and get a, hop on that train. Right. And at that point, it's like they don't really need you because they've already mastered their own 
form of marketing. Now they've got a huge following on TikTok and they don't need the labels. So the labels are trying to make it to where they're calling the shots and you have to be on board with them. Right. And look, not to say they're not bad songs. I mean, they're great songs, but we never would have probably seen or heard from them had there not been TikTok. Yep. And yep. for some and for some of these artists that have been established, like Halsey, Lady Gaga, Justin Bieber. I mean, look, Justin Bieber during the pandemic put out an album. I don't yep. recall there being any viral moments. And I don't either. Guess what? It did just fine. I mean, I think they did lives and stuff, but Right. I mean, they're, like I see on Instagram, you know, them in the in the in the recording studio or a quick little like snippet of a song like, hey, coming out Friday. But to to fake a, a, a yeah, a teaser. I mean, for me. And that's different from a like a viral TikTok. Yeah, exactly. And I know on TikTok when people do other videos, they can put other people's songs on it. So obviously you've been watching a cooking video and you hear sunroof and that's where you've heard the song because you hear it on B1029 and you're like, oh yeah, I know that song because I, I heard that on TikTok last night or whenever you watch TikTok. Yeah. I mean, as soon as, as soon as I listened, I was like, oh yeah, that's the song from TikTok. Commercials are starting to do that too. I noticed, yeah. I think it was Burger King maybe? I don't know. Burger King had done a commercial where they used a TikTok sound. Yeah. And that, that was, is, that, is that the one with, where they had the king doing like some sort of like dance thing with the Yes. With the hammer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's exactly yeah. it. And BTS, BTS did those commercials for, I think it was T Mobile. And mm -hmm. it was like, I only, I mean, I recognize the song because it's BTS, but it's like, it was the the snippet they used came right. from TikTok. Yeah. But I feel like some of these artists Corporations are onto us. Yeah. I think they are. We're, they're going to be calling us up soon. <laughs> but <laughs> turns out we're very predictable. <laughs> Very but these artists that have already been established, like Halsey, Lady Gaga, Justin Bieber, The Weeknd, I don't feel like they need a viral moment. No. They just, they have the following. They have a reputation of putting out fantastic songs, albums. Just a teaser will get people to download and listen. That's all you need. Yeah. Especially no. when it's artists like that. Like, no. Up-and-comers might need a, vo a, a viral moment. But Halsey, sorry, no. No, she's just a little... she's, she's good. Just say, hey, I got new music coming out and all will be fine. Well, I mean, look at it. She did a fake viral moment where she was just like... She just had the camera in front. She's not doing anything in the video, P.S. Like, if you haven't seen the video yet, she's just sitting in the frame, kind of rolling her eyes over and over again. Yeah, and she went freaking so, viral. So what if what if the video that she made is actually the fake viral moment? Exactly. She's like, exactly. there it is. Oh goodness. Well, that's gonna wrap things up for this week's weekly trash recap podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week Friday with a new episode. We have new episodes dropping every Friday at 3 p.m. as we recap some of the big entertainment stories. Again, you can listen to this online at b1029.com as well as Google and Apple Podcasts, also on Audible, Spotify, Amazon Music. You just tell Alexa to play Weekly Trash Recap Podcast, and it's right there. So for Shiloh and myself, that's going to do it for us. We'll catch you next week right here on the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. <laughs>